0: This is the inaugural Avs in Your Earholes podcast. And if there's anything that's going to happen this entire season, you're going to have fun with it. Mark Moser, along with Lauren Gardner and uh, everybody is uh, here at Pepsi Center. The ice is going in. You can hear the ice crew right now getting excited about it. It's fantastic.
1: It's hockey season. Uh, I think I'm just going to sing everything on this podcast.
0: Okay, then we'll have no listeners by uh, minute number two, Except I would probably suspect. probably Heather.
1: She's listening right now. We love you, Heather. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Heather. Appreciate Shout that. Shout out. So you and I walked in together today, and we come through the Zamboni entrance, and, and Avalanche fans maybe are picturing Pepsi Center, and they're like, okay, I know where that's at. We walk in, the doors are open, the guys are all gathered around, and then you see the ice. Isn't I'm telling it you, it's amazing? like a—it's like a magical moment.
1: It really is. So that's what everyone talks about, and I think you always get it at the Family Fun Center when you walk in for practice. It's the smell of the ice. That's something I think that is so, so fundamental with hockey that people just love, and that's what you can smell right now. They're about 25 percent of the way done. We just spoke with the ice crew, and they already laid down the white part. Now they're spraying down the clear parts. They began at 6 a.m. this morning. It's about 9:30 and it's it's magical like you said it's really exciting to see this knowing that training camp is right around the corner rookie camp is right around the corner and we're about what 60 something days around from the beginning or away from the beginning of the season
0: less than that <gasps> we're just over 40 40? days away
1: counting is not my forte I was yeah what did you go to college major. again <laughs> i'm not telling you right i even have my shoes off to count it's just not enough fingers that, and toes
0: whatever that education costs. Probably too much. And anyway. hey, just
1: because you're wearing glasses doesn't make you smarter than me. <laughs> That's okay? a good point. Uh, we comp-
0: <laughs> I completely agree with that. Uh, for those of you who don't know how ice goes in, it's really a fascinating process. You know, they get that hose out, that first layer goes on, then they've got to mix it up to get the white layer uh, going on, yep. and so on and so forth. But right now the guys are good walking job, guys. in front of us. You're looking good, fellas. Nice job. You're on job.
1: the podcast. Say hi. hi.
0: Right on. they got the big sprayer, and they've got to go down in rows. So it's like a human Zamboni backwards almost, to be honest with you. But it's such a
1: fine mist. It's such a lengthy process. But if you want it to be done right, it takes time.
0: I think people think that you just get the garden hose out. You go. That's, start. What I would do.
1: that's not how you do it? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> you, yeah, that's
0: how you do it in, you know, in, 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 backyard. in northern Saskatchewan. Yeah, but not uh, not here. So it's it's really cool. But, no, when the ice goes in, that's when you really get that feeling that, Hockey season is approaching, and we're very, very close. Yesterday, the Avs released what's going to be the schedule now for training camp. The rookies are going to report on the 7th, and then they're going to head to Vegas, and Hang out with the Coyotes and the Kings and the the Golden Knights and the Sharks and the Ducks. So all those teams are going to be playing down at the big Vegas rookie tournament, which is really, really cool. The veterans will report on the 13th for all of their physicals and testing and all that, which is always funny. In media day, right? Right. they have
1: to do the bike test, which is excruciating, and they all loathe it.
0: That's the one they don't like. Do you think you
1: and I should do the bike test this year?
0: Uh, Not unless you want to call you know, the, the fire department and do CPR on me. How
1: long do you think you could last?
0: Two seconds, maybe. <laughs>
1: two seconds.
0: And then the 14th is when they're going to hit the ice. The 14th, 15th, 16th, yep. and 17th out of Family Sports. And they're going to be doing two sessions, one at 845 mm-hmm. and one at about 1030. So,
1: Golf Classic on the 11th. Yep, I it's think gonna there's gonna be still fantastic. tickets available if you want to play. Awesome. So it's out at the Ridge. You get paired up in a foursome. Really?
0: It just means that that's not me. I think it's Emily. It just means (laughs) the hockey season is upon us. It just means that it's here. And so the ice is going in. We get excited. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, it's always like I get through middle of July and I'm like, okay, everything's cool. But when I hit August, like once you hit that first week in August, I'm like, are you antsy? Yeah.
1: Are you ready for it?
0: I start to get antsy. Yeah. And and, uh, yeah, I do. And this is going to be a big year for this Colorado Avalanche team. You know, We talked about rookie camp coming up on the seventh. And there are some young guys who are going to be trying to open up eyes like Alexander Kerfoot did last yep. year, like Connor Tyson Jones did. Is the
1: guy that yep. I have my eye on.
0: What do you expect out of him?
1: You know, it's interesting because they had development camp, and that was when we got to interact with a lot of the youth and the prospects now that the Colorado Eagles are the official AHL affiliate of the Avs. And we, we saw them on the ice. And, you know, the fans that came out were able to take a look as well. And, uh, honestly, I don't think Jared Bednar could help himself. He went out there and he put those guys through it. And they were even talking about how gassed they were as Moe drops his coffee on the bench. Luckily, it's a visiting bench. So, that's okay. We can have coffee all over the place. Yeah,
0: the Predators can worry about that sometime <laughs> down the road.
1: Exactly. That's a wild problem, not ours. Um, <laughs> but it was funny talking to some of the guys in the room about it. And they were just like, man. this is what it's going to be like. And even Bednar was saying, you know what? I want to give these kids a taste of what it's like to be in the league, to be in the show, to know what it takes. And it's, it's not just at camp. It's not just during games. It's not at practice. It's what you do back at home. It's the type of training you put in. It's your nutrition. It's your dedication. And so we're able to see that. We're able to see go out to uh, Poudre Valley, their uh, firefighter training facility. And that was really fun because in the past, you know, they've done other things. They went, you know, did the Manitou incline, which I did with them. Terrible idea. Threw up afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) Full disclosure. (laughs) This is the podcast. We're going to give it all to you. Um,
0: Lauren is a thrower-upper. Now you know. Well, if you
1: try and do the incline with a bunch of 18, year old professional athletes, understand. tell me. I'd, I'd like to see you finish it. No,
0: I'm not saying I could. I'm just saying I probably wouldn't throw up.
1: Yeah. Well, I pushed myself like a real athlete would. (laughs) Right on. So anyways, but it was interesting being out at that facility and seeing what they, you know, you could see that the leaders immediately come to the surface. And so circling back, Connor Timmons did not participate in on-ice activities, but getting to speak with him, people, he's excited about this opportunity. People are excited as far as the coaching staff goes. And it's going to be a real competition on the blue line this year.
0: No doubt about it. And I've been... Doing some national interviews with uh, NHL. What a Network. humble
1: brag! No big deal. Okay. Just <laughs> being interviewed <laughs> nationally.
0: I say that to to try to make a very salient point. That's a big word. Yeah. Define <laughs> that. Uh, important.
1: oh Okay. That's good.
0: So anyway, I was doing all these national interviews. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that Moj is a big TV no, but, but, personality, but, no, but, no,
0: but but because of the Avs playoff uh, run last year, because they got into the postseason, they w- took the, the Presidents Trophy winners to six games.
1: They're a hot team. Yeah, people. people are yeah, people around There's the league. The
0: are, yeah, people around the league are totally interested. But here's the thing: when we talk about this Avalanche squad with some of these national guys, right, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of Canadian guys too, we know what Connor Timmins did for Team Canada and the World Juniors back in December.
1: Kill McCarr. He, you he know, they were both fantastic, yep. and
0: so these guys around. The the country and around North America, they're interested in what Connor Timmons is going to be able to do coming up here in training camp and beyond. I mean, listen, I think when you talk about him being taken with a 30-second pick, some teams are going to look back when it's all said and done, Lauren, and they're going to go, wow, how do we pass on this guy in round one? Because yeah, I think he had yeah. a round one grade. It's just that he went to that first one in the second round. And I think he's going to be a real player. Again, from what I've seen out of him, he, he looks like he's going to be a terrific player. I'm excited to see what the first round pick Martin Count's going to do, too. Yeah. And the cool part about him, too, is you you mentioned the Colorado Eagles, that he doesn't have to go and go back to Europe, or you know sure. go, he's not going to go to a junior situation. He can go play up in Loveland right away, which is t- completely <laughs> awesome. Avalanche fans and and Eagles fans up and Mm -hmm. down the front range here, they can see the first-round pick right there. They can see him develop and and that sort of thing. Again, assuming that that, that's where the Avs want him to be. But, you know, all these guys are going to be in the vicinity, which makes it so synergistic up and down the front range. What a great move for – that's two big words. I you know, like it?
1: That hurt my head. Okay, Multi-syllable sorry. words, man. But you're so right to incorporate the Eagles into this organization the way they have. So I, I know I've mentioned this before on our broadcasts, but that was one of my first broadcasting gigs was working with the Colorado Eagles, both on altitude. They would air a handful of games, but also on the radio. I was getting paid like twenty bucks a game, so it barely covered gas money. But it was so fun being the ringside reporter, and then eventually, you know, I was sitting up in the booth doing some pre and post game stuff and to see The fandom that's up there. I mean, Eagles fans are on board. They have X amount of consecutive sellouts. And when that place, I think it seats about 5280, is full, which it always is, it's on fire. They love their hockey and it's literally right up the street as a matter of fact later today I'm heading up there to uh, play in Les Borsheim who used to play for the Eagles back when they were a CHL team around uh, you know 07-ish um, he was in a tragic motorcycle accident in the offseason was paralyzed but he stayed up in that northern Colorado community because they've supported him so much and he's able to rehab and train and he's he's made a lot of strides and he's also part of the broadcast on the radio so it's so neat to see that it's so much more than just a team than prospects it's really something that brings the community together and i'm um, so excited about this affiliation because i hope we get to go up there watch some games maybe cover some games and like you said just keep an eye on the prospects and can you imagine you get that call and you just drive down the road
0: pretty cool it's
1: great i've done
0: borsh for a long time too he's a great dude Amazing. and he's made tremendous strides so yes. it's going to be a great time for you at the tournament uh, other guys well i guess when i see the, the kids come in we're again just talking about september 7th when all the rookies will get in and then Mm -hmm. head to vegas but i'm always excited to see guys there are always guys who do something that i didn't expect i'm like oh i didn't know that he had that in his game right what you know what i guess i'm curious to see ty lewis this year and there are guys with the eagles i saw last year too who are going to try to make that jump to the a and and beyond Mm -hmm. from the e and who are good players you know and so i'm just excited to see these young guys come in and you get that first glimpse of what the future of the organization can be. And it's just always cool and Avalanche fans yeah. love it. And then they'll see all these guys, of course, when training camp starts again, two sessions starting on September 14th. And a lot of guys have already started to filter back in town. I was talking to some guy named Brad. Who does the uh, <laughs>
1: some guy named the, Brad? Brad
0: Lucal am That's what Riker that. called him. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> so
1: bitter about that. Brad, we got to move on. We have to move forward. No, Brad Lucal, amazing. He's awesome, Congrats but to he's Cliff already said on the promotion. Yeah,
0: they're doing awesome, but they're already working with some guys who are in town. Yeah, and, and so these guys are already here, starting to filter in and starting to skate, getting ready for training camp. But that's when the fans get out to Family Sports on the sure. 14th and they see their guys, and there's just going to be a great energy around this team. What the
1: turnout's going to be this year? Oh, I can't wait. Please get out. I, mean, I know the players sense it. They know it. They love it when you're out there at training camp. It's, it just it contributes to the energy of the building.
0: No doubt about it. And then the first preseason game will be on the 18th. But yep. let's take a look ahead a little bit here, Lauren, at this Avalanche squad. And again, you're talking about a team that went to the postseason. We'll get to the division and we'll get to... Which is tough. Very tough. And we'll get to the rest of the, the, the Western Conference here in a little bit. But some guys had some phenomenal years. Clearly, Nathan McKinnon, uh, a Hart Trophy was finalist. Was he snubbed? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, Taylor Hall had a great year. Connor but McDavid was, was awesome. was he a victim
1: of East Coast bias?
0: <sighs> Maybe. I mean, I would have voted for him because I know how important he was to his team. As Emily
1: Waiter, amazing social media director. What's your official title, Emily? Manager. manager but she's she's dialed manager. in, yes. <laughs> she pointed that out. She was a big advocate of obviously McKinnon.
0: Yeah, the well, she did a great job too, trying to advocate for him. But I mean, it was a very tough choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm biased, though. I clearly would have voted for him. But he had a great year. Miko Rantanen, of course, is coming off an 84-point season where he was terrific.
1: And I still think he has more.
0: No, absolutely, he does. When Tyson, you look at Tyson
1: Jost, I can't wait to see the season he has if he's healthy. Me
0: too. But I look at Miko and I look at his game, and and I can say this on the podcast. We know what kind of player he is. Mm-hmm. We, we certainly do. But he, he's been incorporating more and more into his game. And once he learns to use his
1: size, backside. He's, he's pointing to the rear end. And it, he's very strong. And I think that's what he's so good at creating time and space with his actual physical positioning. And for
0: a big man, he's such a great puck handler, and yeah. stick handle. he's, he's just so good, he's fluid. without a doubt, and he's you can see guys fin. try to take him in the corner, and he, he, can, he can slough him off because he's a big guy, and then the yeah. guys will back off him because they don't want to get burned because he is so good. I'm just excited about what's to come and of course the captain is part of that top line had a tremendous season last year He really did. Mr.
1: Clutch, right? No
0: doubt and he really, you know, it it really became his team along with other leaders in that room And that's what Jared
1: Bednar challenged him to do this, not this past offseason, but the previous one Which was his first full offseason as a head coach with his staff and I think it paid off the patience that I think the front office showed and that the fans ultimately showed really paid off and everyone bought in. And here we were. Here we are now coming off of a surprise season.
0: You talked about Tyson Jost. And I think this is going to be important for the Avs coming up in 1819. They're going to be looking for more of that secondary scoring. And we'll get to some of the acquisitions here in mm-hmm. a moment. But you talked about Tyson Jost, you know, Alexander Kerfoot, right? The Sven-Andre Gettos, guys yep. of this nature, Carl Soderberghs. I mean, guys who need Soderbergh to Soderbergh
1: con- stepped it up.
0: No doubt. Guys who, you know, that you will the, the Avs will need them to contribute even more. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about guys coming off their rookie season, you learn so much in that rookie year. I mean, it, again, it, it's almost like drinking through a fire hose for a rookie in the NHL because sure. you've never played that many games you've never had this kind of schedule, you've never had probably to, to take care of your body for the you know, this elongated period of time, and you're learning all of this as it goes along. That's
1: exactly, sorry to interrupt, what Kerfoot was talking about down the stretch, that it was a bit of a shock to the system, just the schedule totally. and the number of games and talking to the vets and how they were trying to help coach him to... Maybe rest a little, you know, rest is a weapon because when you get down the stretch and you're in, you know, February, March, and the schedule looks like a checkerboard, which it kind of looks like this year as well coming up, that you need to make sure you have something left in the tank.
0: If rest is a weapon... Then I guess you're loaded for bear.
1: Oh, I am going to fight you. <laughs> <We> <laughs> no, it, ladies and gentlemen, you get to look forward to this throughout <laughs> right, the entire right. season. <laughs> I think that
0: I think that that that's a, that's a great point, though. Seriously, so these guys come into year number two, and they they understand it and they yeah. get it now, and they yeah. know they know what's ahead of them. So we can look for them to to take great strides. I think coming up here in, in 2018, 2019. Let's uh, get to some acquisitions that the Avs made during the offseason. Of course, they signed Ian Cole, mm-hmm. a two-time Stanley Cup champion with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's just a rock-steady defenseman, but he's a guy, Lauren, that in those Penguins' last two runs to the Cup, he played in every postseason game. He knows what it takes to, to get there and what it takes to win. And of course, they also signed Matt Calvert, and mm-hmm. I. And basically, he's an awesome penalty killer. He's a guy that is is incredibly quick. He's he's very scary on the PK for the opposition too, because he always seems to come up with great shorthanded opportunities. But he's, you know, he's a younger guy still in his 20s. He's a fast guy. And he's a guy that I think is going, in terms of his game, fit right in with this Avalanche squad. Mm-hmm. But I had both the guys on the radio show right after the Avs signed them. And Lauren, my yeah, re- What were your impressions? Yeah, my impressions were that both these guys, character wise and, and understanding what they're coming, these guys are going to fit perfectly into the mentality of this team as a whole.
1: And that's what. You know, again, circling back to Tyson Joseph, that's something him and you know the rest of the locker room they were talking about going into the playoffs and even down the stretch that was so exciting leading up to game 82 that was kind of do or die, was just the closeness, the tight-knit group, and they genuinely love each other. And when you're talking about how these guys are going to hopefully seamlessly integrate into this dressing room, I, I think you're absolutely right. And circling back to Ian Cole even, It was interesting to see Colin Wilson and how he was able to leverage his experience in the playoffs from his time with the Predators. And I think it was really valuable, especially when you had so much youth in that room.
0: For sure. Let's get now to maybe the biggest acquisition. It could be. We'll see. But Philip Grubauer is a guy that I don't know if Avalanche fans had him on their radar, but the Avs certainly did. And they traded their own second-round pick this year for Philip Grubauer with the Washington Capitals. And the Caps, a lot of teams inquired about Grubauer because he was so good for the Mm. Caps this year, filling in when Holpe had his issues. And of course, he played the first two games of the postseason. 26 years old, his numbers were really, really good. But the Caps wanted a first. You go back to the deal that Joe Sackig did last year in early November. <laughs> we all know what that deal is. But deal what I'm saying of the is,
1: century. You know,
0: it could be. But they, they acquired a second-round pick, of course. And so it allowed them to use their own second They had two second-rounders, mm-hmm. use their own. And then, of course, they took on orpic and, and bought him out. They had, the, they had the opportunity to do that, too. But that's why the Caps were willing to give up Grubauer yep. for the buyout and for the second-rounder as opposed to the first-rounder that they really, really wanted. That's how valuable this guy is. And the Avs, the day they acquired him, say Joe Sackick says, listen, we think this guy is a one. We think we have two ones. And with Semyon Varlamov and, and the injuries he's had to deal with, having a Philip Grubauer, who's just coming into his own as a goaltender at 26 years of age, Lauren, this guy's going to play this year. And I think the Avs are going to throw it out in camp and say, you know what? Somebody go get that net and, and let's see what you can do. When Varley is on, we know Varley is a one. The ads mm-hmm. believe that Grubauer is ready to be a one. So, this is a huge acquisition for this team.
1: Well, we discussed when Bernie was acquired last offseason how that was a good tandem of one, two punch. My phone's not on. What are you looking at? So, as you can hear, the phones are going off, and we're making sure that's, you know, that's like rule number one of podcasts. You keep your phones off, but that's fine. Emily? Uh, it's not Emily. I know it's not Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um but that that goaltending tandem so that one-two punch and Bernier really stepped up especially against you know in that uh 10 game win streak he was in net for the majority of that and now you have somebody that could be at an even higher caliber and in the playoffs obviously you had Farley injured who stepped up Bernier and then we had a little bit of Hamburglar time which was so fun we had fun with that you oh we milked that for all it was worth and it was a lot of we got all the meat out of that I, I, I don't know how <laughs> right. to I, I don't... <laughs> but anyways, yes, it's exciting to have two very strong goaltenders that will be contending for the net.
0: I'm just trying to get over that what? pun Call that you me. just made. Hang <laughs> anyway, on, so give me a second here.
1: <laughs> I thought it was good.
0: It wasn't bad. It wasn't, wasn't great, but it wasn't bad.
1: God, I have to deal with you all season. Lucky uh, you. Can we talk about the fact, first of all, congratulations. I think we buried the lead here that you are now the official... Play-by-play face. We have some applause in the background on Altitude Television of the Colorado Avalanche. Congratulations, Moj.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. It's a long time coming. Well, we'll see. Uh, You know, you didn't
1: want to pump your own tires, so I had to do it for you.
0: Oh, that's very kind of you. But now I have to
1: deal with you all. (laughs) season
0: (laughs) (laughs) again lucky you no uh the thing is too we'll get back to the abs here momentarily too we'll talk about the defenseman badly okay we've got all the time in the world yeah if you're still listening
1: and this is like we see something shiny and we go in that direction this will probably probably be the nature of our podcast but we want your feedback as listeners so if you want to reach out to us or the abs on twitter instagram uh we will talk about for the most part whatever you want us to talk about we are here for you we are conduits people. I
0: like that. That's a good way to put it. Peter McNabb, of course, has been a good friend for an awfully long time. I've explained to everyone that I've, I've sat next to him on the airplane virtually every flight for 11 years. We, as you know, we talk about the the plane. It it could be one o'clock in the morning flying to Edmonton, right? Overnight or whatever. And here's Pete and I, we're
1: and he gets out his manila folder and his ruler and it's just this amazing methodical process right. and he sets it down on top and of his just leather talk, briefcase we're just talking hockey and he's and tracing everything. the lines for his boards for the next game and you guys are just talking about the game and you have the stat sheet out. Then eventually I meander over and sit on your briefcase Right. I, <laughs> fill me in guys, what's going on? <laughs> so
0: it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it and, and in all honesty too. People again have asked me about this transition and what's it going to be like, well I'm I'm here to say that all of you are my friends. I mean you and the crew with Altitude mm-hmm. Television, people don't understand behind the scenes. You know the Doug Menzies and the Mike Foxes and the um, Lee Blairs, producer and the director graphics, Correct.
1: replay and Mike Riggs.
0: I mean, all the guys yep. involved in it. Green, um, they don't understand what a really top-notch crew Altitude has. I mean, I think when you look around the league, this is an incredibly professional, incredibly good crew, and I'm just I'm excited to be a part of that too. I mean, We're that, because to have you. And I know it's how I know how broad good every, I know how good everybody is. I really truly do.
1: And. You you will fit right in and I know you're a fan favorite and you know it's been really humbling to hear some of the props we've gotten from around the league and you know North America about our broadcast and the things we're doing that are kind of innovative because of the tools and the access we have uh, with the team that's been so great and you know our 360 show with Peter Aragon and Paul Ladd who have been incredible producers editors shooters on that show which gives you behind the scenes access to the team and kind of get lets you get to know the players off the ice. And I think together we have all integrated really seamlessly and obviously with Emily Wade and her crew on the digital side like it's been such a wonderful experience and that's what we're hoping to give to the fans is just that that. Full, all-encompassing, and there's a experience. lot more coming. There's yeah. a lot
0: more coming here now in 2018. Now we have you in the Connor McGehee.
1: Congratulations to him, Connor.
0: And for those who don't know Connor outside of Denver, maybe he is going to be fantastic. He's going to be really, really good on the radio side. Yes, Connor's a guy who last year worked for the Vegas Golden Knights, doing uh, stuff on pre set. and Post yeah. game, yeah. And but of course, he's been the ABS in arena guy before. He's done a ton of soccer and hockey Play-by-play on television for on in radio. Rapids,
1: DU. you know him and I actually interned together. We kind of had like. Not necessarily parallel paths to where we are, but uh, we we kind of grew up together here in this industry, so I, I can't be more happy for somebody and more happy was that proper English. Can't be happier for somebody. <laughs> Either
0: way, we'll, we'll let it pass. That hurt my
1: head, but anyways, he's yeah, going no, to he's going to be a better guy.
0: Yeah, he is going to be fantastic. So, again in the preseason, we're going to do a couple of games on television, yep. but you can get it all on on Altitude 950 it will be and Connor. We'll the 18th. Right. The first and, game. and Connor's just going to be great. So, make sure you tune on in and listen to him and and uh I'm just I'm happy for him too cuz I just think he's going to do a phenomenal job. And and I'll be listening too in the preseason on the games that we're not going to do on the television mm-hmm. side, the 18th and the 28th, I believe. Yep. Okay. Minnesota
1: so. on the 28th, and then the 18th is against the Vegas Golden Knights, both here at home, but you can also catch us on Altitude TV, which will be Mark Mosier's avalanche debut on TV as play-by-play.
0: All right, Squirrel, so let's get back now to uh, – Well, I
1: had to give you props because you weren't that. going to come out and say it, but now we, there you go. It's out in the open. Congratulations. You're the best. You better, you better record that. You better <laughs> save that because I'm never saying it again. That's <laughs> –
0: I believe, having known you for so long, I believe that. <laughs> I, trust me, I believe that. All right, we so let's a love-hate
1: relationship. High
0: five. All right, so let's get back to the, uh, the defenseman the, here yes. real quick. Uh-oh, hold on. The guy holding the sprayer is taking his hat off.
1: This it's, has gotten this serious. This is hard work.
0: Dude, are you okay?
1: Which layer are you guys on now? Four, five. Fifth, Fifth layer. layer. And they're not even up to the yellow line on Look the at boards. Him. He's like,
0: he took his hat off. Like, this is getting serious.
1: Yeah, these guys, I mean, this is... <laughs> So is very serious it's a big, stuff. It's a big you get deal. one shot at this. What, <laughs> right. are you gonna melt it and restart, like, start over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're a total pros. They're awesome. They really are. Back to the defenseman real quick. You know, having a healthy Eric Johnson come back is yes, gonna be great. Huge. Tyson Berry, of course, we know what he's gonna do. Uh, you know, just just the whole collection is is getting better and better. I saw some workout videos of Nikita Zadorov this off season. Have you seen those?
1: No, but okay. So is that the thing now? Whether you're Von Miller, Nikita Zadorov, or other players in the league, like you have to show people that you're working out. Well, the big I'm gonna ma- give him a hard time. About
0: you that. you you cannot believe. <laughs> you know, Vic
1: Lombardi like always like rags. On right. Guys. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> you cannot believe.
1: He's a strong How fast man. the big man
0: was going. I mean, it was impressive. He's amazing. Really impressive. And and so the the, the unit's getting better. And we talked about Timmons. We could talk mm-hmm. about, you know, Mark Barnes and, back, and Patrick and everybody. And Sam
1: Gerrard, who impressed so much up to that injury last year. I'm excited to see
0: young Sam come back, too, because I think he's primed to have a breakout type of mm-hmm. year. The Avs have done it the right way, and I, I love Joe's overall philosophy, too. He says, listen, we're going to do it the right way. What the Avs are building right now is they're building a team for long-term sustainability because yes. it's fun to get in the postseason, but you don't want to be bouncing one year, bounce out. You want to be a team that's going to be there for years to come and have and that long-term sustainability. It. Totally. Absolutely. So that's that's what they're doing, and that's why we're so excited about the future of this squad with these acquisitions with with things Joe has done with that big trade last year it's all setting this team up for future success yeah. and uh, that's what makes getting here to the rink today and seeing the it's ice exciting. go in you just it's can't good wait to, to get, get the feel the camp.
1: chill in the air it's been such a hot summer and just knowing what's on the horizon for this club and the buzz around town you talk to people about it and they're like is great we're getting our season ticket memberships and if you want i mean i know there's more available so head on over to avalanche.com colorado to check out some options they have a lot of a lot of flexibility so if you don't want to commit to an entire season you can do something partial they have great specials whether it's like guys night out just check it out because it's great on television and we want you to tune in when you can't be here but it's electric inside this building. We had so many amazing finishes last year. Remember the Minnesota domination when they retired? Uh, hey, Dukes, Jersey. You're just looking at me with I'm the I'm just listening. There. No, this is okay. great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm absorbing it all like everybody Detroit else Remember the Detroit win, the Vegas win? There were so many Winnipeg. great moments. Winnipeg. And then, of course, it all culminated with Game 82 against St. Louis. And it, it's just – it's something – That I know you and I have been a part of a lot of great sports moments. I've been to a couple of Super Bowls, All Star games, Kentucky Derby, but nothing matches this building and the energy inside of the Pepsi Center. What are you pointing at?
0: It was right there, just outside the blue line. He's
1: pointing to a particular spot on the no, ice. No, yeah, where
0: we Gabe yeah. skated it up and then yep. fired it down the ice and he hit the middle of the net, thank goodness. Oh. I mean, otherwise it would have been an icing call, but <laughs> then he was then he was mobbed right over there. I mean, yeah. right there is where it all happened. It was so cool. Just so awesome.
1: So that's I, I have to say, you have to get down here and experience it in person at least a couple times this season.
0: All right, before we say goodbye in our first podcast, and again, this is brand new for Lauren and myself. We're we'll gonna have be more doing a lot structure more in these. the
1: future. <laughs> theoretically,
0: theoretically, except we can for see you, shiny except for you, when you drink this big old coffee and you're like, oh, hey, look, there's a there's, there's a, a seat that's shiny over there. That yeah.
1: Ooh, we could have a shiny, <laughs> a shiny seat
0: here. Uh, all right, that. so so uh, the the division.
1: Ugh. tough
0: did it get better yeah i mean think about it we know that winnipeg and nashville are going to be there because they're very good clubs Mm -hmm. the dallas stars
1: jim montgomery have to go there my
0: first question to him on the radio show after he took the dallas job i'm like monty i mean the division seriously places yeah i love that dude he's he's a great great dude he's a great dude i'll root for him perhaps you know another time but but the division's tough and we know what st louis did they got better Mm -hmm. they uh they got our old buddy and so it's just going to be a very difficult division again. When the
1: Chicago and Minnesota are arguably the two teams in the cellar, that's crazy. It blows my mind.
0: Well, I'm not going to say that because you never know what's going to happen. I that's mean, the ads went from 48 points There's to 95. There's a ton
1: of parity. But that's what makes it exciting. If anything, that's, that gives you reason to watch relative to, you know, there are other leagues where it's not quite as exciting during the regular season. Each and every game will be meaningful. For, the for colorado sure. avalanche
0: and i think the evs realize that too because it came down to game 82 last year yep. and they took care of their own business against the blues but they realize now i think that every point in october is uh-huh. just as important as every point There's in no march and april game. coming down the stretch you bet yeah and so that's all
1: i got i don't know why you bet <laughs> <pause>. <laughs> like, yep
0: you bet <laughs> you are you, correct you tell them chairman sir right on.
1: and then of course the western conference it's tough as ever. It's
0: just super tough. I mean, Vegas had a phenomenal inaugural a year all the way to the to cup watch. final. What a watch.
1: It really was. And they're
0: still going to be good, and you look at the Pacific, and there's still mm-hmm. good clubs, uh, very good LA, clubs out there. The
1: Anaheim's, the San Jose's. Edmonton is bound to make a turnaround.
0: Calgary, too. Calgary, yeah. I mean, we look at everybody like, hey, they, Johnny yeah, Gondreau, they
1: can make it. Johnny yeah, I mean, ugh. Ugh. But the ev's are special.
0: What they're brewing is special. It's going to be great. And So, so like, oh, what
1: kind of brew are we talking about? Kombucha, Beer?
0: I don't know. Whatever he it is you know bring to the ring. know what kombucha is.
1: That man has never taken a sip of kombucha in his life. Have you ever tried kombucha? Yeah,
0: that's the really healthy stuff, right?
1: Have you tried it? Yeah. What kind?
0: Uh, I don't know. I I'm remember. testing
1: you. I think he's lying. No,
0: I've I've had it. It uh it tasted not great. I remember.
1: <laughs> it's good for you. Yeah, it's good but it, for I your yeah, digestion. I got it, in, I
0: got it in the, right. I got it in the store and it came in one of those fancy you know the fancy bottles yeah. and all that kind of thing. So yeah. It looks
1: like grandma's cough syrup. Like you Yeah, and it has like little stuff
0: floating around in it yeah. and stuff, right? Those yeah, those are probiotics. Oh, well, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I Nobody guess hocked a loogie in your kombucha. What? probiotics? <laughs> I don't even know what
0: that means, man.
1: This is coming from a guy who eats his breakfast out of a vending machine and then washes it down with a, a soda.
0: Yeah, well, I'm still here.
1: Yeah, we want to keep you around. Okay, I
0: so appreciate we're, we're that. we're going to
1: keep you healthy. This it's season. very
0: convenient. Hey, listen, when you when you're doing work and you get to the rink and you haven't had breakfast because you've been doing work, you know what? The pop tarts and the diet coke look pretty dang good. You know what they
1: say? It, you got to prepare.
0: What was that other thing Excellence I got that time? Is it was pop tarts and meets opportunity. Emily. What was it?
1: Mini donuts, uh, mini donuts, oh, mini donuts honey and, buns. Oh, the honey buns.
0: Oh, those were so you good. Could, yeah, you, was you, that Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, it was so good.
1: It though. was. It was depressing.
0: Did, did you have a bite? No. Did you have a bite? Yeah. Memory. did. Yeah, but yeah. she
1: didn't. That, that wasn't like. That's not a square meal. There's no nutrition. It's a circle meal. A circle meal <laughs> yeah. just said?
0: Right, so let's get back. Let's get back to. I know. Uh, I
1: just needed my minute to rip on you. okay Messing with Moj. It. Yeah. It's well, what we do.
0: I probably deserve it. You uh, do. Let's get back to. to uh, Peter's again. nodding
1: over in the corner.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> again, September 7th, the yes. Riggers report. September 14th, the Avs will be hitting the Important ice. Important dates. Come on out, everybody. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you see these guys and uh, and root them on.
1: Family Fun Center.
0: I think if there's one thing we want to leave you with, it's that the mentality of this team has totally changed. They believe. Yeah, they're no longer satisfied. It it was after the 48-point season, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: basically coming into camp, they said, you know what, never again never ever again Tip on their shoulder and once once they're once they got in this year they're like "We. that's who we want to be that's who we need to be that's what we're striving for every single year these guys want it and now they get it and they yeah. took the president's trophy winners to six games maybe even soften them up a little bit for the winnipeg jets because we know uh winnipeg w- what they what, did those
1: first two games i mean it could have gone either way. Either way. It really could have. The
0: Avs had healthy goaltending yes. in the number one, and EJ yeah. and, and yeah. young Sammy got hurt, of course. But who knows what could have happened. But th- this team will come into the season this year as hungry as ever, dying to get back and dying to, to push it even dying further. Dying to
1: earn a spot on the roster at this point. So there's going to be competition within the club, which makes it even more exciting.
0: All right. You pumped up?
1: Of course I'm pumped. I right. woke up pumped up. Yeah, I, I was can tell. born pumped up.
0: How many of these coffees have you had today? I'm
1: um, on, like, number five. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 10.30 in the we morning. We couldn't
0: tell at all. I promise <laughs> you that.
1: So excited about hockey season. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, that's going to do it for uh, our very first podcast ever with uh, Lauren Gardner and Mark Moser. Wait, can we
1: get a guts all over the place real quick? I just want to hear it.
0: I think she's going to throw it in right about now.
1: <laughs> it actually worked. Should we just call it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: No, we, we should tell everybody. And finally, everyone, we want your feedback on the podcast. You can uh, tweet, tweet us, at the Avalanche. Insta us. Tweet us Insta us. You email are us
1: at I'm at LG Red. Right. Or I'm, LG Roja on the gram.
0: Okay, I'm at, it's Radio all about Mosher, the gram, at Radio Mosher. At Radio Mosier. Can't it, change it because. Can't
1: be TV Mosher. <laughs> I can't because Radio I'll lose my, TV, <laughs> <laughs> lose my blue check. I'm going to lose
0: my blue check. Well, so ten
1: so years said. ago, who's hey, thinking about that? Hey, what's your what's that? your phone number? Why don't you give that to people so they can call you? Seven two zero.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's going to come up at five one point.
1: 555.
0: <laughs> 303 oh 555. Five, you know this three. isn't
1: making the podcast. We're just talking now. I bet it will. <laughs> okay. We'll bye, see you ne- people. We'll see we you next you. time.
0: The uh, LG and Moj
1: apps in your ear holes.
0: That's what we're calling it.